0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of Juggle Jabber. I'm at Cottbus Juggling Convention in Germany and I'm about to talk to Luke Burridge.
1: Juggle Jabber.
0: Hi, my name is Daniel and this is Juggle Jabber, the show where I interview jugglers in Europe about their expertise. You can watch us talk on YouTube or listen to the audio version on SoundCloud. This program was made possible by the IJA who generously offered to sponsor me. So Thank you IJA. In this episode, I talk with Luke Burge and mostly about combat. Luke is a professional juggler who mostly performs on cruise ships and he's a regular guest at juggling conventions, so you might know him from this. He has many side projects like running the top 40, uh, he hosts a vlog, he moderates many shows and he's running Fight Night Combat. If you don't know what combat is, it's a game where two jugglers juggle three clubs and try to hit out the clubs of their opponents until only one juggler is left standing, juggling a tr- cascades, and Luke develops and maintains a ranking system called Fight Night Combat. And I find this very interesting, so we talk about this for half an hour. So, if you're ready for it, I'm
1: ready for it, sit down and enjoy
0: my conversation with Luke
1: Burridge. We're drinking um, pineapple juice because you sent me a message saying, hey, we're going to have some drinks. Do you want beer? Do you want wine? Or do you you want some juice? Like pineapple juice. And I was like, pineapple juice would be fantastic. One of my favorite juices. You know, I never, ever had pineapple juice before in my life, actually. I just realized... Hmm? Never. I did. Re- I did notice that you would never have pineapple juice because when you poured the pineapple juice, you didn't shake it first.
0: I did. I did. I did. Yeah, but this is
1: this is not no, shaken no, enough. No. It's got not enough bits in it. It can. sorry. Don't worry about it. Okay, we can shake the last bit before we. No, no, that's pour fine. Let's move on to this. I'm also got a bit of a cold. I'm. Uh, 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 yes. Yeah, so if I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking a bit this. I'm because I've got a cold. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Thanks for joining us anyway. No this problem. Is like last. Uh... So what's this topic of conversation for for juggle? Jaba first
0: thing, of course, uh, where do people who watch this might know you from, yeah. you've been around for a long time. Yeah, you asked me juggling about that. Thing.
1: Yeah, and, and you're like, well, how do we, like, how can you list the things that I've done? Because I've done quite a lot. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I realize... That's an
0: understatement, right? So. Yeah, yeah,
1: but, yeah, I mean, if you've been around, I've been juggling for like 20, 25 years now or something, so, uh, or maybe longer, no, about 25 years. So, of course, if you've been juggling 25 years, everybody who's been juggling 25 years and is a professional juggler or is just, you know, hanging around has done a Mm -hmm. lot and seen a lot. But I realize that what happens when people meet me, I I can tell when they first got into the juggling scene, when they first started going to conventions or when they first got online, from what they think that I'm famous for. Yeah. So what happened is that people who knew me right back in the day when I was one of like four or five jugglers who had a website and put videos of themselves and other people's juggling on the website, people go, oh, I know you from the Luke Bowages thing on the net, which was the, my website back in like 99, 2000, 2000, or something like that. And then people go, oh, Luke. They meet me at a convention and they're like, oh, Luke, are you going to be hosting Renegade? And I'm like, okay, you got into, you, your first EJC was 2003, 2004 sometime around there mm-hmm. 2002 2003 2004 because I know because if people think I'm a person who hosts Renegade I've literally not hosted a Renegade at an EJC since 2004 you know so as I go through what I what, what I like what people know me for and they other people go oh juggling podcast that's what they know me for me and Pola yeah. and the same thing happens to Pola as well people will say some of her uh, catchphrases, but because we haven't done the juggling podcast since 2008, literally eight years ago, yeah, is when yeah. we did the last juggling podcast. But Loads yeah. of people in that time knew us from that, or knew me from that juggling podcast. The interviews, kind of like this, you were just saying yes, yes. as well. Did 68 episodes of the juggling podcast, and they're all still there if you go to lukeburge.com forward slash. I don't know, but juggling I, podcast. I, I whatever you know, up, that yeah, easy kind of... to Yeah, so uh, so so people know me from those from those different things and hosting hosting shows on and uh, like hosting. Uh, Open stages at EJCs and organising open stages at EJCs and things like that. We're at the Cottbus Juggling Convention in the sleeping hall. Now, okay? mm-hmm, yeah. in case people are wondering what the kids are doing running around the back. No, I was going to mention it, but you don't really see the beds from. No, no, bench. I think this is pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, so, but what did you want to talk? And those are just th- some things that I've got up to. But you were, you had some more specific yeah, cause, questions.
0: Because now one of the things you're you're famous for here is definitely like the the whole the whole combat scene. Uh, yes. Because you were invited here in Cottbus to do the fight night,
1: right? Um, no, I wasn't invited. I I I was last year, mm-hmm. um, but this year I just decided to come down and organize it uh, myself. I was thinking of taking part, but I didn't need to take part in the end because Jochen came down and he, he took part. So I was like, I'll let him. I'll let him do this. No, the the reason is is because um it's because coming up is the well if we go back a bit the 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 combat the 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 um, fight night combat goes back to. Round about 2003, 2004, where I was organising combat tournaments. It was team combat tournaments, mm-hmm. which were very popular. I did one of the EJ, Two EJCs and the IJA Festival in America and some other conventions. We, and it was team combat, so teams of two or teams of three. And that worked pretty well. We ran it in the afternoon. It was kind of modelled after, like, the volley club tournaments. So, you mm-hmm. know, you get together in the afternoon, spend a few hours, and you come out with a winner. Um, but then Bob Carr, um, he took... He didn't take that, but he kind of went, right, let's do combat in a different way. Let's just do a one-on-one combat. We'll make it into a more of a late-night thing. And we get the, the top jugglers from the conventions, like the performers who have been invited to perform, mm-hmm. get them to play combat against each other. Make it more of a show. Like, introduce them like in a boxing or a wrestling match or something. Get them to come in. One-on-one combat. Is it more entertaining than team combat? Yes. Yeah, I think it nods. is. It, it's actually... The most important thing, it's, it's much more simple or it's a lot less complex. So with teams, it's like, what's your team? Oh, it's you and you need a partner. So if one person mm-hmm. comes up and they don't have a team member yet, oh, you've got to find a team member for them to play with. And then what is the team called? Is it just this person and this person? You know, there's lots of different questions to ask with team combat that don't need to be done with one on one especially because most
0: fights end up one on one anyway like it's just a series yeah. of one on one fights in most team plays yeah
1: it does happen however my favorite kind of combat is team combat two cool. two person two person combat fight against each other we played that a lot in berlin over the years less now because you know people have got kids and families and jobs and things like that but there was there was a like four five six of us who would every Every week, twice a week in Berlin, get together, and we'd rotate round the different groups. You know, there was me, Flo, Jochen, Jochen, two Jochen, too Jochen <laughs> JJ and DJ Jochen, um, uh, Rufus, Alex from Berlin. Uh, Owen as well for a while, and yeah. you know, and Nicholas, and lots of people in Berlin, and it was always we'd get together, we'd do some single com- like group combat where everyone plays together to mm-hmm. five, like the first one to win five points, yeah. like when it gets through, and then we'd do games uh, the, the the teams, and we'd rotate the team members round, always playing up to seven points, two clear points wins, and we'd just do that all the time. That is actually my favorite kind of combat. One on one combat though is just like the most entertainment, uh, most entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, as, a, as an event, and it's the easiest to organise as an event. So, after Bob and me running these tournaments for years, um, from maybe, like, 2005 through to, what? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's been over 10 years. Yeah, it's been since 2005. But these tournaments only ever happened if I was at a convention, or Bob was at a convention, and enough of our friends from Berlin or other people were just around and were like, oh, let's do a fight night. Oh, should we do a fight night? Yeah, we'll do a fight night. But there was no way for other people... No, don't do that. They've got holes in them. This, these are very old conventioneering <laughs> chairs. Just, just, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, look, this one just goes straight through. Here. Um, oh, now I've got my hands stuck. Ah! Okay, so yeah, so it was these fight nights were only happening when... Me and Bob were there, and there was enough people that were like, oh, let's put it together. And there was no set structure. It was like whoever turned up, oh, do you want to be in the fight night? Yeah, and then we'll have like nine people. And they are like, oh, mm-hmm. nine people want to sign up. How are you? You know, and it was always like mismatched and not working in the tournament structure. But also it was very exclusive. Like, so people, if you were a good combat player and you wanted to take part, sure, you could take part. But we'd have had to have seen you play combat late night at an EJC, you ah, know, like in those big things, you, know, meetings, of invite uh, you know. People play for, uh, and we go, "Oh, you're okay. pretty. Oh, we should get him. We should get him in to mm-hmm. do the thing." So all of these events were invitational only, and yeah, just like who, who me and Bob and Jochen and Flo, like who we spotted, and like, mm-hmm. come on, come in and do this and do this fight night. So, uh, so that's what it was for years. But then I realized, oh, the tournaments are good, but often you'd get like, you'd get like. M- like two, win- two previous winners of the tournament, they'd be facing each other in the first round just because, oh, what does seeding mean? You know, like all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, so I kind of came up with a better qualification where lots of people play one-on-one matches and things like that, and to come up with uh, that. And then did, made a ranking system based uh, quite heavily on the, uh, the ATP, the Association of Tennis Professionals, the, mm-hmm. the, their, their tournament structure. Because tennis tournaments are one-on-one tournaments, knockout, you know, elimination knockout going through like yeah. that. So it's it fit very closely with the with the fight night style where you normally have eight or twelve or sixteen players, straight knockouts goes through to the final. And yeah, different. The bigger the tournament, the more the tournament's worth. Count up the points all the time for the last fifty-two weeks and stuff like that. So in two thousand and thirteen, I uh, I put that kind of thing together. It became a project and it uh, kind of worked out. Yeah, I was just about to say, it worked really, really good. Like, now yeah. there's a tournament at
0: every small convention mm. because everybody just needs, just has a crave for virtual points or to, to end yeah. up in the in the Berlin. Yeah, well, final. it's certainly like
1: that in the, in the Netherlands, in the UK and in Germany and in Poland and some of the places, there are lots of, there's like most conventions will have a fight night mm-hmm. tournament. But it went from in 2012, before I started doing this, there was like, two or three tournaments there was one yeah. every year the ejc the berlin convention rostock and then a random other tournament somewhere else will have just random like the, i found out oh in hungary they're like oh the hungarian convention yeah. we had these white nights and we took we did this thing we took the best top four people and going but you know there was nothing there was no connection between what we were doing at the ejc and in berlin uh, well there was it was me and Bob who were organising them yeah. and stuff like that. Of but course you'd know the good
0: players through all the games because everybody yeah. have a big combat yeah, that, there but it's very unorganised. and Yeah,
1: it's just whatever happened in, yeah. the, in the nights and stuff like that. So we went we went from having four um, four tournaments per yeah. year mm-hmm. um, and then just a few weeks ago it's a bit that, little bit less now but a few weeks ago in the rankings in the 52 week rankings so you look at all of the results from the last 52 weeks there was 52 tournaments registered so... And about 420 players who had taken part in that uh, 52-week period. Oh no, was it 430? 430. We looked at it yesterday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, about 430 yeah. players in 52 tournaments yes. in 52 weeks. It's a bit less now because some tournaments didn't happen this year, like Hamburg and Halle and Nuremberg and Brussels. Brussels. Yeah, Dumbledore, yeah. There was like six or seven tournaments which took part in October and November last year, which didn't take place this year. So it's a, a little bit less now, but still, this year I think 48 tournaments this year so far. So that's still, yeah. still pretty, that's still pretty good. So to go from four tournaments to 48 tournaments in 2013. Wait, well, it's about four years. So, so I started the rankings at the end of 2013, but I classed January 2013 as like the cutoff date. Like that's mm-hmm. when the records start, because yeah. that's when I started going, Ah, oh, we should organize it. You know, doing a bit more organizing that way. So yeah, tournaments it's 2013. So it was pretty much 2014 when I really started pushing for not just me to organize this, but I met, like I say, I came up with a tournament structure where if you'd have taken part in the fight night that I ran, you kind of know how to do it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, oh, you get these, you do these forms, everyone plays each other, you and you take the, the best eight people, and then have a knockout tournament, and it's a, and it's a format, you know, it becomes a format, which means I don't have to do it, and I made an, an easy form for people to send me the results and stuff like that, so it's, it's, it works out. So, yeah, so it went from, you know, in 2014, so in about three years, we went from... Four, five, six tournaments in 2013, or seven tournaments in 2013, to 48 tournaments so far this yeah. year. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been that's what I've been working on, and again, I'm learning lessons from other sports. For example, if you can have a year's rankings. Mm-hmm. The thing is with the big tournaments. This happens in tennis, and it happens in golf, and things like that. The big tournaments happen at the start of the year and in spring, and then summer, and then you're going well. It, Who's number one at the end of the year is like decided after the EJC. So like if the because the EJC is such a big tournament, you go well, whoever wins the EJC is probably going to be the top ranked player. So um, so you have to have a reason for people to still go to the small conventions later on. So that's why last year I organised the European Masters, which is like the uh, the end of year finals, like the um, like the golf players championships or whatever it is, and the 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 ATP and the WTA, you know, the, the end of year finals where you get the best. Yeah, like in, in tennis, it's the best eight players. In golf, it's the top thirty-two players of the tour of the whole year. And get them together for a final tournament and hopefully that'll help decide who's really the best. And that's what we did last year. It was pretty successful this year. We've got um, one person can't make it, Julius can't make it, but otherwise we've just decided last night at the at the at the fight night, we decided the top ten players. Actually it's the top eleven players because Ulysses isn't there. So we've yeah. got we've got ten of the top eleven players coming yes. to Berlin in a three week's time and that'll be the big finals. We'll stream it live on Facebook or whatever, wherever we can or YouTube or wherever we can wherever we can stream it. So by doing this, by having this end of year finals, everyone who would be taking part in like, towards the end of the year, people are like, oh, I've got to get, like, one more tournament, and this is a big tournament and stuff like that, so you've got to come here. And last night we had, what was it, 24 players or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it, it was was,
0: like, almost 24 people in the whole convention. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: a very small convention, <laughs> but, like, everyone was like, oh, let's do it. We had loads of people signed up for the first time, which was really good fun. But then there was some good players down from Berlin. Flo, very mm-hmm. good. Um, Alex Martin, Stefan Sipra, uh, Jochen, of course, DJ. So even though it was a small convention... We had like six top 25 players or something mm. like that. So it's actually a very difficult uh, tournament to, yeah. to, to, to win and things like that. And of course Jochen won. Uh, that's how difficult it was yeah, to because yeah, yeah. Jochen was there. But but then the two players who were number one in each qualification group, Alex, mm-hmm. didn't lose in qualifications. Jochen on the other side didn't lose in qualifications, and both of them ended up in the finals. Yeah. So you're like, okay, this is a you know, It's pretty good.
0: So now that there's so many uh, tournaments and so many new players happening, like, yeah. uh, did the game change? Because it mm. must have been different from three years ago. Now,
1: yeah, people are much much better now. Much better at combat. Yeah. Um,
0: so there's still the people who were participating before this all started who still win. Like Jochen yeah. has been winning the EGCs for ten yeah. years in a row, yeah. pretty
1: much. I think it was eight years in a row, so and then he didn't, he didn't win in Bruneck, but then he won again this yeah, year, so, so it's like, it was a minor, minor slip the, up, But it doesn't
0: yeah. seem to be so much influenced by the huge amount of new players and the amount of new structure. But
1: I think there is, like I say, there is just a level of play in Berlin, which is really difficult for other people to match, because mm-hmm. like I say, there was years where we were playing once or twice a week, like for an hour once or twice a week, playing combat, like seriously. Against some of the best combat players, and that's what happened with Owen. He turns up in Berlin, Owen, uh, he was okay at juggling, yeah, not very good. And you said last night that you turned up at the same time, yeah, I I arrived at the same time. So this was
0: January 2012, I think he was there for one or two months, and we were at the same level juggling at at the same level playing combat, yeah, and a year later. (laughs) <laughs> it, was yeah. not that <laughs> it wasn't the same level. Yeah, so Owen went. <laughs> Owen went
1: from I remember playing playing against him in Munich, EJC, late at night, mm-hmm. and he was just some annoying irish kid who knew me from somewhere i don't know uh, and would kind of be like oh, i'm chatting and stuff and and uh, and it was really funny that i even because i kept a diary for that year i even wrote down in the diary sort of like oh this guy was you know playing combat and had fun with him and that was owen and he was useless yeah and then two years th- later. three years later yeah. well that was what was that 2000 when was munich it was 2011 wasn't it yes yeah 2011 Fast forward to 2015 and he's beating me in the final of the EJC fight night which at the time was the biggest tournament 70 people entered and it's him and me so that's that's a journey that you can go for in four, four years but that doesn't happen to everyone that really happens from him Yes, because he's in playing. Berlin and playing
0: all, all these open trainings yeah. so. But there's lots
1: of people who come in and do, can do pretty well like Eva came in and uh, beat me at the at the British Juggling Convention and got through to the final at the EJC that year He's been there uh, I think he's been in the army uh, in the Norwegian mm-hmm. doing national service marching band stuff whatever he does does juggling with guns and things like that it's pretty cool <laughs> have you not seen him? no he's, oh you should, you should watch some of his videos okay, yeah. he does oh, yeah. these oh, yeah. you know these marching like the. Uh, he was in Edinburgh for the, I've seen for the gun jugglers but I haven't seen Edinburgh yeah he does, the, he does this, this uh, spinning and yeah. you know it's sort of marching stuff yeah, yeah I, know, I know what you mean and, yeah. he's a, and he's a juggler so he's the guy who goes out the front and does the spinning thing so, it's, uh, so anyway he's been doing that for the last year and a half so he's not been doing much combat but he came to one tournament this year. The, the Dutch Juggling mm-hmm. Championship came in, won it. Yeah. That's his only tournament this year. Yeah. He's unbeaten this year, you know. Yeah, so. Without any Berlin experience. Yeah. What I think I'd like to do, my only ambition in combat is to win the EJC because I've <laughs> been in seven or eight finals now, whatever it's been now. I can't even keep track. I've lost so many times to Jochen in the final. I lost to Jake Gilligan twice in the final and to Owen. Like, so I've lost to, to Jochen like five or six times in the EJC final. So I've always, I've come second. Eight of the twelve years, it happened or whatever. Besides the years, Alex got second like. Yeah, so Alex got yeah before. Alex got Alex got second twice. I've got second eight times. Yeah, eight and times, then. and I think that's it. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think anyone else. I don't. I think it's only been me and Jochen coming second ever. Like that's the kind. Of, no, me and Alex coming second to Jochen and me yeah. coming second to other either. people. Eva oh, Eva came second. Oh yeah, so that's it. Yeah. So yeah, so there's there's yeah, been yeah. three people who've come second ever. But I've never, I've never, never got over that edge. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to win the EJC, and then I will retire from, uh, in what, how to say, like enthusiastic participation. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a fight night, I'll take part, or maybe not. Like I'm not gonna go for, oh, I've got to protect my rankings, or I want to be ranked number one, or I want to be seeded number one in this tournament and that kind of thing. I just want to be like, oh, you know, what? I can, I can take this, I can take this easy, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, and I want to do that, and so next year, I'm probably, I'll I'll maybe enter, like, small tournaments, if I happen to be at a convention, but rather than being invited, oh, that's what, some of that happened, was that beforehand, you know, people would always, oh, we want you to come to a convention, and we'd like you to perform in the show, and maybe do some workshops, and I'm like, great, like that. But in the last two years, it's been like, we'd like you to come to the convention, we'd like you to organise the fight night. Uh, and do you have an act for the gala show? You know, yeah, it's literally been that way round. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what people want me to come—not just take part in the fight night, but organize the organize mm-hmm. the fight night. Like, and then so the next year, you know, they can learn and that kind of stuff. So that's been that's been a lot of fun for that to happen. But yeah, it's a, yeah, it's. A, but next year, I think I'm just gonna. I've already been invited to like two festivals, one one festival and one convention, which I which I'm doing the fight night. But then I'm not gonna because I kind even just enjoy. Uh, organizing it and running it and things mm-hmm. and having this pressure. So next year I'm gonna win the EJC Fight Night and then I'm just gonna take it easy. <laughs> next year, and I'm okay. just gonna, I'm just gonna. Well, you know, maybe the it. year after. Uh, maybe I don't. Know. Yeah. Sometime I'll keep entering the EJC Fight Night, but otherwise I'm gonna leave it because there's like another whole generation of young players who they. Deserve, I'm not saying that. Oh, I'll just I'll let them become number one. But there's one of those the kind of things that's how, like it's. It's more interesting for me to see what other people are doing, like to see other people going for it. And not just me and Jochen now, are like the yeah. us two old guys, 30-something guys. It's much more, I think it would be much more fun if like some, somebody else except for me and Jochen be at the top of the rankings. Because last after last night, yeah, we're number yeah. one and two again, like it's been for years.
0: So. Speaking of you and Jochen, I actually I have a clip of you and Jochen playing, which is yeah. relevant to my last thing about Compa that I want to mm-hmm. talk about. I'm sure you'll recognize because you shot this, or you didn't shoot this video because yep. you're on the clip.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So you, you know have, a clip, there? have a clip, clip of me and Jochen fighting at the yeah, EJC. Yeah. They'll see it also. For oh sure. yeah. So, oh yeah. That one. Yeah. It is the And there's one of those the, you the You see? see the thing?
0: Yeah. And then the point goes
1: to Jochen. Yeah. The point goes to Jochen, and it was kind of that could have been that could have been my point. Look, this is the thing th- is it? With, with the with the tournaments getting more and more professional, more serious. Well, more it's not more professional. It's just sort of like it, they mean more. And but that's the thing. Yeah. Like, um, I don't want to get too much into this one in the, into this question, but. Last year at the EJC, in Brunek, there was a dispute about some rules. Mm -hmm. And it was really stressful. And it kind of ruined a big part of my EJC. But is there There a need for a rule-based and for
0: combat? And should it come from the same person who makes the whole ranking system? Well, that's the thing. In that
1: case, that would have been me, Mm -hmm. in my favor, overruling someone who should have been doing. But the thing is, Martin, who was was hosting that and was Mm -hmm. refereeing that, he knew what happened. But he is also realising what we need to do is move on. Because yeah. in this situation, even if something happened that's slightly unfair... It's a pretty the, the for audience can tell. Yeah, but enough, for the, I mean, when you look at If the audience video, can tell, then the audience will just decide yeah. to boo whoever out. But, but, for the, but, yes. for, but for the audience at the time... For those who didn't fun. see, what, what
0: actually happened here?
1: It was a fun one. Well, what happened was that I, I knocked Jochen's club onto the floor. And after I knocked Jochen's club onto the floor, he decided that he wanted my club. And then ripped out my hand. And yeah. pulled pulled it away. So he made a steal after he yeah. already dropped out. i knocked his club onto the floor. His club was on the floor, and then he's like, "I'll take Luke's club." I mean, he didn't do it on purpose. or oh, it's not like he did it on purpose. But mm-hmm. like in the in the spur of the moment, he's like, "You know, I knocked a club," and he and he went like that, and he grabbed my club, and then mm-hmm. and then was like, "Oh, a club, great." Because it goes and, so fast, like yeah, and it's maybe so you didn't even see it. And you that's know? the cause... thing: there's a you have to have a balance of how how serious are you going to take this? Uh, well, not so how serious. It's like, how um, do you want, do you want something which is really just a game, which is really just a fun thing to play? Like, me and Jochen have been playing, playing for years, but it's sort of like, what's more important? Stress? Friendships? Um, uh, moving on? An entertaining event? A non-complex event, sort of like when it's clear, Jochen ended up, he was the last one juggling. Do you want to say, oh, that wasn't valid, that was valid? You know, there's all these different issues that you've got to do. And at the time, I balanced, balanced it out. I was like, mm. Martin made a call. And I was like, okay, let's yeah, just go with the go call. With because first. last year, I didn't. And it was and a lot of stress, stress. And it was a lot of stress. But as we go along, just organise it. And actually, that's one of the reasons why I'd like to step back and actually do more organising. Because I would love to be, mm-hmm. like, maybe not so much hosting this, but actually being the final referee and say, no, this is, this is not good. And there's some referees who do this who have seen somebody do something and they've gone, actually, no, you're not having that point. Yeah. The other person's having that point. Or nobody Yo, gets what a point. What's the to guy in like
0: England that. called again? Because he takes himself serious, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, 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 yeah. I use
1: that as an example. Yayan who yeah, did yeah, that yeah, one and like name, that. Yeah. And, he, and Eva did this attack... Where he had dropped and then there's a club in the air, like uh, against John or John Pete, I think it was. There's a club in the air and then he jumps up and grabs that club again. And yeah, the end like, yeah, it was amazing. It looked fantastic. You ended up juggling four clubs, but like they weren't your clubs to juggle at that point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so you get the yellow club, right. you get the yellow card. You don't get that point and let's keep So we just need the to come over to the JC. Yeah, I mean, but the point is solution. you just got to get someone who both kind of understands the game enough to be willing to be judging and not taking part. Indeed, if, yeah. indeed. And also with a strong enough personality and a strong enough conviction to say, this, this is the way it's gonna go, and just say, no, I know yeah. it's right. I know and I and, and also, that. if you look back on video, you'll know I'm right, because the video evidence will show I'm right. Mm-hmm. No, well, that was a deep dive that was a deep dive I'm, yeah. sure, I'm
0: sure all the combat players around the world will enjoy yeah. but um, you've been known for much more than just the combat thing we started with the known for thing another big community project is going to start soon again the
1: top 40 top 40 jugglers of the year oh yeah this is, yeah. A, this is one of those things people know me for doing that indeed like, which you've also been running for it was really funny I can't remember who it was, years? It was. 11 years? oh since 2003 so a lot more yeah 13 years So it was really fun when I when I did the I think it was in two thousand ten I did this really stupid rap version Mm -hmm. of it and lots of people enjoyed that. Still actually one of my most most viewed videos on YouTube or so it's got it. 30,000 views, Yeah, because it's not views. just
0: the, the event itself, it's also the effort you put in into presenting this. The yeah,
1: well, that's just one thing. So, like, if you're if you're a professional juggler, and, and that's the thing, all of my projects that are... And a professional video editor, yeah. soon, a professional <laughs> yeah. singer, and a professional... <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like, I have a lot of things, and everything that I do, like some of it is to make me look good, of course, because, like, as a, as a professional entertainer, I'm wanting to entertain people, and, mm-hmm. of course, ego does come into that, but as much as possible that I do... I, I always try and encourage other people and, and give back to the community, juggling community and the juggling scene. So uh, that's always the thing that I, I consider. Like, because mm-hmm. if it's just me, oh look at me! I just make, I make, I just point a camera at myself and do juggling videos of me. You know, mm-hmm. and I do do that sometimes. Like, there's some videos, but like, there's not many videos that I make which is just like, and now look at me juggling. It's fine for people to do that, but mm-hmm. I always want it to be like, and let's have a look at some other people as well. So that's why. Back in the day, I set up the British Young Juggler of the Year show uh, in the UK, which was to encourage younger jugglers, jugglers younger than me, to get up on stage and to give them something to do at a convention, you know, and it's the same with the, you know, I organised EJCs, at, uh, open stages at the EJCs for a few years, like in in, um, in uh, 2010 and 2011 and 2008 and them 12 or something oh anyway i organized lots of not yeah. 12 yeah but i organized like lots of open stages and shows at um in the open stages at the ejcs but it got a bit too much to do that like in munich i organized I think nine shows in eight nights. Oh, I was I was in charge of the venue of doing that, and that's and it gets a, it gets a little bit much. Which you know now, actually, are a main organizer, one of the main yeah, organizers yeah, at EJC this year. year. You lot, get to the end of it, and I was like, well, that was I guess an EJC happened. I saw mm-hmm. I saw this, like I say I saw the, all of the open stages. Uh, that was you know that was it. But it, it gets mm-hmm. a bit too much. So so yeah, all of these things And the, the top forty of the year. It again uh, sharing. Other people, like, sharing with the scene, like, focusing on other people. uh, Because I'm never going to be number one, so it's always other people. Uh, Video editing is what I like. Music stuff, which I can mix in sometimes as well. Also, I say it comes down to um, uh, numbers and rankings. And systems, Mm -hmm. yeah, that I do fight night combat rankings. And I also do the top 40 jugglers. Like, um, and run that survey and things like that. That's a a fun one, too. Um, Yeah, and, and just... And just having fun and just making it and I don't know what I'm going to do for the top 40 jugglers of the year results presentation mm-hmm. this time lots of people enjoyed Lewis Kennedy doing the, like running down the results yeah, last year you might
0: send it to somebody else, I mean, so maybe cause... I'll
1: get someone else to do it but also I kind of you know I've done some music stuff and also there was a year where I did a version I copied every juggler so I made 40 ju- oh, that was amazing 40 all these things and stuff and that was another thing because people went oh I didn't know you were a good juggler because <laughs> so you know I was doing this thing with six ball sight swaps and this other thing with five and people go oh that's actually you, know, you, yeah, you like do a lot people of people who got do... to know
0: you in the later stage before yeah. you flashed eleven balls or yeah, after yeah. Them, like... Like, I'll put it
1: this way yeah in the time when back in the, back in the day I was known as a good juggler not because I was a good juggler but like I say it was because I was one of the only jugglers who put videos of myself mm-hmm. online so I was known as a as a good juggler even if I compared to other jugglers not, not that good but like being known as a good juggler and an interesting juggler or a juggler who came up with lots of tricks or performed lots of weird shows when I'm not performing at juggling conventions anymore and I'm not releasing videos and I'm not doing that kind of stuff like I'm just playing combat and people go oh I knew you played combat but I didn't know that you could flash 11 balls and I was like yeah, yeah. was that it? No, what else do you want to know about the uh, the 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 um...
0: Thing. No, I'm good like overall it just seems like you put so much time and effort into these joining community projects that you just get like a name out of in this thing so but I think be well, pretty much your motivation anyone can do it but the thing is you do it no but I mean like
1: that's the thing like when last year like Martin from uh, what's his name Martin Will, Wills Martin Willie Wills Willie Wills he was just like hey I wanna I wanna I wanna be Luke I, well <laughs> I don't know <laughs> he was just like I wanna host some shows how do you do that and I was just like Host yeah. shows he's yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh I want to organize some fight nights and I was like mm, go for it yeah he did, like he, like, did. he stepped up and, and then he stepped mentioned. up and now he is someone where someone goes oh we need a show host and they're like oh uh, Martin yeah, I'm we'll
0: I pissed because of the Dutch Genic Convention like yeah. I want to organize shows and yeah. every time I'm like oh let's Contact the Dutch training organization yeah. team. And they're like, oh, my God. You from Belgium, <laughs> you know? The yeah. Belgian guy. Yes. i Dutch,
1: Dutch. So, so, so the thing, all you have to do is volunteer. Like, every convention is looking for people to host shows, to organize shows, to organize events, to organize open stages, to run all of these different kind of things. All it takes is for one person to go, oh, I'll give that a go. And sure, if I've got a reputation for being bossy or taking over and stuff like that, but the point is, If nobody organises it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen. And it just takes one person. You don't even have to be good at organising because, to be honest, after five shows, you're going to be much better at hosting shows, you're going to be better at organising shows, you'll know, ah... I put 19 acts in this show and it ran for three and a half hours. How do I make it not run for three and a half hours? You're so like, well, first of all, 19 acts, not too many for a show, you know. So as people just get better at it, you can do it. So, and, um, and this year as well, uh, Leanne and Melissa mm-hmm. in the Netherlands, they were just like, oh, we're organising a fight night. And I was like, great. And they're actually, I invited those guys over um, to the European Masters and they're going to they just as guests. Yeah. because yeah. Uh, and I did that with Martin last year he's not the top he's not one of the top 10 combat players in the world mm-hmm. in fact there's even the Martin Wills Memorial Prize which is for the person <laughs> who has entered most tournaments and not qualified for one and it's named after him He's still the record record holder for that i think he did nine tournaments without qualifying so oh, uh, but its uh, participation is rewarded uh, but the point is he had organized helped organize so many and hosted so many fight nights last year that I was like I'm going to give you some money because I had a bit of money left over. I'll give you some money to come over to Berlin and just to, just to hang out for the day. And yeah. I gave him a video. He, he was doing the and he streaming doing live, and stuff like that, Chris. live streaming. And uh, Leanne and Melissa, they've organized like nine or ten fight nights this year. So I was just like, hey guys, if you want to come over, be part of it. And, and next year, whoever organizes the most tournaments in fight night, I'll probably invite them and help yeah. pay for their travels so to just come to thing. Berlin. Just, as well. just
0: start or something. And...
1: Yeah. And that's the key thing. If you want to do something, literally everybody is waiting. There will be a few people who go, oh, you're doing too much, you're taking... But the reason I'm a professional juggler is because every time someone said, oh, we need someone to perform in a show, I'd be like, oh, I've got an act. Oh, we need someone to host a show, I'll host a show. Oh, we need someone to do this, I'll do that. And those skills, when I, because I did that from 2000 through to 2005 or something like that. That's the reason why I'm a professional juggler now. That's the reason, mm-hmm. that's the way I became a good performer is just because every opportunity that I got to get up on stage, I got up on stage and sure, people were sick of me for two years but now people aren't sick of me or maybe they are, I don't know. But the point is that like what I've given back, what I've achieved or what I've what I've enabled other people to do with the shows that I've organised, with the Fight Night, with the Top 40 Jugglers and all these, all these other things and more on top of that that I'm proud of what I've let other people to do, it's been totally worth me being annoying on stage and not mm. being very good at hosting shows for a few years. Yeah. And people going, oh, Luke should sh- shut up. He's, oh, I mean, he's always on stage. So-. Like, for the, for the people that I pissed off 15 years ago, for, for the amount of people that I've helped and encouraged to juggle, I, I think it's worth it. So get on stage, piss people yeah. off, be the annoying person who gets on stage all the time. In a few years' time, people will be like, oh, we need someone. This guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? I think that it so, worked so- out pretty well. So, and that's not just me. I see it happening with other people as yeah. well. So, uh, I think
0: the, if people who been watching this want to find out more about you, where should they
1: look? Because you're all over for sure. But mm. what's your favourite spot on the web? Um, YouTube is a good place. You can follow me on YouTube. I post lots of juggling videos, combat videos as well. I'm starting to do a bit more vlogging now. I used to release videos where it was just me talking to the camera. But that was weirdly, it was kind of before vlogging, video blogging was a thing. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. thing, but it was too difficult to be a thing. Like, you know people wouldn't want to be oh watch a 10 minute video of somebody talking to camera about something and of course those videos were popular I had one about me talking about a costume about me packing my case yeah, actually, about me making colour changing rings yeah. about some clubs and stuff and it was weird it was only when I, like this year when I was thinking oh I want to maybe thinking of getting back into doing more of those things a bit more regularly you know mm-hmm. so, uh, so it's not just my, my channel isn't is just combat videos and other juggling videos. you know so there's a bit more con- like 10 minute videos of me talk, you know, doing stuff and, um, and I thought, well, I'll get back into it. And then, of course, as soon as I started looking back through, YouTube was like, hey, you've done all of these videos in the past. And I was like, yeah, I've got like 150 videos or maybe more than on YouTube. And quite a, like, quite a few of them were me like, doing workshops to the like talking, oh, these are all the clubs that I have in my house. And I go through <laughs> all the different clubs and then I and talk about those kind of things. And I di- I'd forgotten how much stuff that I'd put out. And I was like, I've always enjoyed doing this stuff. Why don't I do a bit more? So, so I've been doing a bit of that. I'll do some vlogging. Oh, I did one with me going, traveling to go onto a cruise ship and then performing my two shows on a cruise ship. I released that last week, and, and it got some really good responses. Not not a massive number of views, but lots of comments personally and um, like on Facebook and stuff, like Facebook messages saying, oh, this was actually really interesting to see what it's like to be a juggler who travels and does a show on a cruise ship because it's, mm-hmm. it was an interesting... Like that I travelled in two shows in one day and kind of captured what it's like to go yeah. through that in one day so that's and a blog so, of people can that's, work that's, so, that's, yeah. that's, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking of doing at the moment of course you can follow me on Twitter Luke Verge on Twitter on Instagram I've I, I not posted there in the last few weeks very much but you can follow me on Instagram I'll post stuff there as well and also um, yeah website don't update that so much I still post to the blog but pretty mm-hmm. much yeah um, it's a nice oversight yeah you do, so YouTube so. YouTube very YouTube and Twitter YouTube and Twitter Instagram and yeah, I guess be my friend on Facebook I, I, I'll be everyone's friend on Facebook I might not follow you in my main feed but I'll, I'll be anyone's friend anyone who looks like a juggler I'll be their friend on Facebook too and they can keep up with me in that way too so that's uh, yeah I think that's probably the best way and also if you do subscribed on YouTube, you'll see the top 40 of 2016 voting video and everyone will be able to vote there. List your top 10 Mm jugglers there. I'm sure when this comes out, you said this is coming out in December. In December. Well, maybe you've already voted, Uh, subscribe to my channel for the uh, results video and other stuff like
0: that. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I usually i ask you for the for the final thing like if you could quick show a quick trick but just since you're a bit ill i didn't really prepare you on it and i don't do i f- don't I have any jogging I, I do have some balls if you like like if, okay. there's, if there's anything you'd, you'd love to to show for these last five seconds and then we say goodbye to the camera what's this okay make it stupid make it last is that good that's good, <laughs> is this it, good? it proves it proves you're actually it's you're the real deal
1: yeah like squeeze catches even with the. Even with solid balls, not with beanbags, I can still do squeeze catch. <laughs> oh, well, mostly. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. I'll we put could that have talked about squeeze catches for no, no, no. Also no. Oh, you like the squeeze catches? <laughs> that's another thing which I did years ago, and now I people, people yeah. are actually like, oh, these are things. So now other people are making squeeze catch videos. It's just fantasy, to too. I've almost finished my drink. I've got one mouthful. So when I yeah. finish this, this will be the end of the video. Will it? it will okay. be.
0: Ooh.
1: Well, that was good timing. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you for coming. That's it. Thanks yeah. for watching over here.
0: Thank you very much for listening to the second episode of Juggle Jabber. Um, producing these interviews is still very new to me, so if you have any feedback at all, please reach me at hello at and you can also like the Facebook page to stay updated for about all future episodes. That's it for now. See you next time.